What makes a good partner slash spouse? Are you just guaranteeing your partner's emotional safety or are you just being a good person? Let's talk about it. everybody out there and in, in podcast land you know what i'm saying it's it's your boy g-man <laughs> brian bruce all right so here we are on another episode of the bnb podcast um before we start i want to make sure you know that you can reach us at bnb podcast 21 at gmail gmail.com and also you know leave us a a tip leave us an email leave us a shout out let us know across all platforms we there so, you know, we can get some feedback and we can cater more to your needs and as you enjoy our show. So, now that that's gone, what's going on, gentlemen? Bro, just chilling, you know, just laying back, excited, to, you know, oh, to, to, to be um, in the support role today. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> He's definitely laying back. Definitely laying back. All right. What about you, Mr. B? But it's my depressing time of year, bro. Depressing. The daylight savings time, bro. It's getting dark early. <laughs> Temperatures <laughs> dropping. Winter's creeping in. I don't like this time of year. Weather-wise. I'm going to say, isn't it like 71? Like, I'm sweating. Low humidity. I mean, it's very humid. Like Yeah, but nice. you know, like the hot. The bro. Hot, the hot is going. I'm about to say, bro, we're in T-shirts right now. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're inside. You know but the hot, outside the, with the, the hot is going, though. Well, you don't like the hot. No, I like it cool, but I don't. I'm not feeling that four o'clock is is midnight already. Like that that that's for the birds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that. That, that that's what I like dislike the most. Hmm. Time is all thrown off. It's, it's dark outside. You thinking, damn, it's supposed to be like ten. Look at the minute, six fifteen. Hmm. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that does suck, you know. But uh, oh, before we continue, let's just say you know, you know. The preacher out there, Mr. Willie, we know we... The we deacon, got, the deacon. I'm sorry, the deacon. He's definitely not the preacher. The deacon, um, you know, well wishes out there for you, a speedy recovery and all that. All right. Um, So, sh- shall shall we proceed or proceed, you got some bro. more? Proceed, brother. Yeah, bro. Proceed, you, proceed. You, 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 you flying the ship. I'm exactly. flying the ship? You're right. flying the ship today, brother. You're, you're Sully. Right. Let's, let's go right into it. Okay. Okay, so, you know... Like I said, you know, we was talking about what makes a good partner, you know, spouse, whatever you are to your significant other, you know, because that's the focus. It's not like friend, you know, but um, when we talk about what makes a good partner, it, you know, is it just guaranteeing your partner's emotional safety? You know, um, because I think that's what you're doing when you're with somebody long term, you know, you you're propping them up. You ain't telling them you ain't shit, right? You telling them how good of a person they are, you know, giving them, you know, good vibes, good things in their ear and stuff like that. You're you're building them up and vice versa. I think that person is supposed to be doing the same. So that's what I'm getting at when you're guaranteeing their emotional safety. You know, obviously we all responsible for our own emotional status, but you know, part of being with somebody means you got to, you got to uplift, right? Or, you, or that's just church. 
No, no. No, no, I don't think that's just church. No, you are right. You um you support. In, in, in their whatever endeavors they're doing, you, you support them, you back them up, you let them know, look, look if you want to go take this risk with this new challenge, I'm here, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? You, you let them know that uh, that we're, we're in this together. You stumble, you don't stumble on your own. I'm here to help get you back up. And like I said, vice versa to, um, to them doing that to you as well. So I think you, I don't know if you can guarantee their emotional safety, but you're, Maybe here to add to their emotional stability. Hmm. Bruce got a spark. What's up uh, with that? Um, yeah, uh, the, the whole you can never guarantee anything. Um, you, you try to be, you try to help stabilize as much as possible. I believe, um, because you know, telling someone you, you know you can guarantee. You, you know, you you're not guaranteed you, you're going to take your next breath. Well, so yeah. no, I'm I'm just using that in this in this in okay. uh, and just in uh, you know, in as Webster an example, dictionary. Not even the Webster dictionary, just as an example. Um, but I I do think that it helps. And 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 having a, a a great partner, teammate, um, spouse, whatever you want to classify your significant other as, um, that that is one of the missing ingredients that I I believe that's missing in, in a lot of relationships that's, that's going on right now. Um, <clears throat> if you hear a lot of people talk in this generation, this modern age, I believe it's more business transactions on what is that you can do for me financially. And the emotional aspect of, of it has basically been taken away. It's like no one talk about emotions or or love or affection or intimacy it's mostly you know hey um are, are you a uh uh in, in the words of the late great um brother that passed away are you a what's it called a high profile high what's it called high um uh high status whatever it is yeah. with kevin samuels um and a lot of women want to look for the financial stability it seems well more of the financial stability is more important than the emotional or the intimacy stability yeah, and, people, and i'm sorry yeah. and and i th- i just think that part is getting lost in today's conversations when you talk to people about choosing a good teammate partner or spouse well I mean, I think we are investing in your partner's emotional safety because when you're trying to holler at, you know, we're male, we're males here, so you know, we try to hide at the shorty. You know, you might say something like, you know, oh, you fine, oh, you look so good, like you, you propping that person up, you're making them feel good. You know, they probably woke up that morning feeling ugly inside, and you were there telling them totally opposite what they were feeling. So emotionally, you ready. You turning, you turning their head emotionally, and I think we all do that physically up front, and then eventually you start to know the person, you know, when you date, and then you start um, complimenting their um, their emotional abilities, like you know, when the person says, you know, I don't like this, and you're like, well, why don't you like it? And the next thing you know, you're like, but you seem to be good at, you know, 
seem to be good with children. Why you don't like kids? You know, so you're starting to invest in an emotional um, quotient of a, of your partner even before you recognize you're doing it. So I, I think it's just a part that we're not seeing. That's why I brought it up. Um, it, it's a key component. Um, and also when you're to be a good partner, you got to be willing to invest in that emotional um, quotient. Because if you're not able to invest in that, I don't think you have any ability to keep a relationship going forward. Yeah, I agree with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> deep thought right there. And then, yeah, I was just taking in what you were, what you were saying because that was a lot. But yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely, you have to be, both. Of you have to be willing to invest emotionally into each other as as, as who you are. Because like I said the finances are only one aspect, and <clears throat> everybody's standard of living is. The expectations are, are different, so you can't always um, pigeonhole a relationship based on financial success. Because you can have everything in the world financially or, or materialistically, and still not be happy mm-hmm. as a person. Still not be happy when you wake up in the morning. Still not be happy with yourself, the way you look, how you how you feel about yourself, or how you you think other people perceive you, even with Waking up in a in a million dollar home, or or, or driving off in a you know hundred thousand dollar car, you know. So, well, you know, being happy is is an emotional adjective. Yes, yeah, so I was saying to, to go with what you said. I think that's a a more um, valued aspect of the relationship is how each person invests into each other emotionally and and, and, and mentally. Besides, because the, you know the materialistic the money that's you know I think that's a a small aspect of it I think nowadays in this society especially the way the media promotes it and stuff you see on, on social media there's so much emphasis on the materialism and um which I think um might be the might maybe a cause of you know some relationships not making it because the focus isn't on the two people and how they vibe off each other it seems a lot, a lot of situations are more like the, the two people and how they present themselves to to the rest of the world. Hmm. Well, I, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I I don't think no one can make you happy. You gotta be happy within yourself, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Because if you're not happy, how could you make someone else happy? Okay. So yes, that's true. So that's I don't really agree. I ain't gonna say fully agree with that about making someone happy. Someone can be down in the dumps, and no matter what you do, they're just gonna be unhappy. It's not until they come out of it with themselves and some similar of excitement that they become, you know, I'm not gonna say content, but more exuberant with themselves, which gives off the sense of you're making someone else more happy that person has to you know deal with their um own situation that's like you know i don't prescribe to a, a happy wife happy life me neither because of the simple fact of the matter is 
if you're not happy, how could you make someone else happy? You making someone else happy and you're miserable is not a, a great recipe. You're not going to sit up. You're not going to be a, a productive partner, teammate, whatever it is within that union, if it's just one-sided. So okay. that's why I, I don't agree with that. It has to be on both sides. Um, wow. as, as for the, the, you know, back to the emotional attachment, um, the reason why I said finances seem to be more of a prevalent conversation piece mm-hmm. with people now it's because that's, that's all that's all you hear you know and you know I, I i i was i was actually watching this this youtube clip and this woman was talking and she was talking about how successful women are deemed to be unhappy and she said because of the fact that a lot of successful women are unhappy it's because the mindset that they have is not the same as a man who will be, if they was looking for someone on their level, it's not the same. Most men don't look for a woman and talk about we can be a power couple. That's a woman usually saying that attached to a man. Mm-hmm. A man reaches certain status and they think, and well, they know they can have almost any woman and whatnot. They'll go get, you know, uh, uh, Sally from the valley mm-hmm. or or <laughs> or they, they'll go get, you know, no Lucretia from the PJs, <laughs> you know, and and still, you know, mess around and go do whatever. And, you know, as long as they're able to get away with it and depends on who it is that know there are some guys that mess with, you know, the, you know, the, the low of the low. But also know they can have the highest of the high. They're not looking for the same thing as a woman. Uh, um, so when she said that, I was like, "Hmm, th- there's there's a lot of truth to that." Because the mindset of a woman and the amount of the emotional roller coaster that a woman goes through compared to a man is not the same. So to try to guarantee um, emotional security to a woman, that's a tall task. So that's why I, I yes. wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, phrase it as guarantee, you know, emotional, uh, uh, how you phrased it. But I do, do believe that it should be something that you should strive to continue to try to uplift as much as possible. And make her feel secure. And, you know, when you said in the beginning, when you first holler at a shorty, mm-hmm. you tell her how good you, how good she look, look and all that stuff. There's a lot of women go, okay, he's running game. That's more of a mental gymnastic than a security. Because some women may take it as, oh, well, he's trying to play with my head to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Not taking it as, you know, oh, he's complimenting me. To build me up, oh, depending on how. That sounds like damaged goods. Then that's about to say, depending <laughs> on. Well, not necessarily. It all depends on what that woman journey has been, or man journey has been to that point. If they run across people who was just, you know, trying to sleep with them, and that's all their intentions was, they never had great intention. 
you can say damaged, but that's a that's a guard up because that's all that's all they dealt with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, if you see a group of group of shorties together, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, we, we can get away from. Short. I think we're too old to be talking about shorties. Well, I'm, okay. I'm, look, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I grew up in the '90s, so shorties is like the lingo. So, group of ladies, shorty. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's always that one in the group that you know, you know, she ain't the one. She ha- she hasn't been the one that gets hollered at first. Right. You can tell. You can tell. There's, there's like dynamics and groups like that, you know. So you go up to her and be like, oh, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. She looking at you like, are you talking to me? You know, it's because she hasn't been placated to in, in that in that way, especially as a first option. And, you know, to me, those diamonds in the rough, those are the ones that. I tend to gravitate towards because I think they have more to offer. If you've been told you to bomb all your life, you ain't trying. That's why I, that's why I don't like that 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 girl that's been told you the most beautiful and she she's stuck up. She's actually she's so it's in embedded in her psyche to the point where she could she has stopped trying because she knows she don't need to try anymore. But that that one in the group that's you know that's about her business or whatever. She's not striving for that because she got other things going. I think that comes out over time. It, it shines brighter. Okay. You know, and and I am a component of happy wife, happy life, happy life, happy wife, happy life. Did I say that twice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I believe in that because growing up in a house full of ladies, if they ain't happy, you ain't happy. If you ain't happy. How could you make her happy? That's thing. The one person in the relationship can't be happy. Well, now, mm-hmm. I understand what, in that reference to some degree <clears throat> where you're with your lady or whatever and, you know, you do things for her and it makes her happy. That makes you feel good that you're able to, to make your mm-hmm. your lady happy. You know, so maybe from that aspect I can see it, but just the literal, you know, terminology of a happy wife, happy life, no, it's not, not going to work if only one person is happy. Well, you know, sayings like that both have to be happy. aren't, they're like general truths. You know? No, it's like, not. <laughs> I, I, I think it, I think it's a general truth. It's like, it's it's, a, I'm sorry, universal truth. Like, if she's happy, she's going to do things to make you happy. And then that happiness just is like a stew. It keeps making it taste better overall. But if you're miserable, mm-hmm. how could you make her happy? Well... You got to start. If you start up a recipe and you're using bad ingredients, it's going to taste bad, right? Rotten eggs and you're trying to make scrambled eggs. I don't care what you put in that seasoning. That shit is going to taste nasty. So you got to come come to the game good, obviously. Okay. So let's just say, for example, in this situation, you spend your life making her happy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel she's doing the same in return. Yeah, there's no balance there. That's what that means. That's yeah. that's, that's the thing. Exactly. So so yeah. if you're not happy yourself, how could you make someone else happy? That's you, why we're saying we don't prescribe to that. Because you got a balance though. You can't you, again. But, but that phrase doesn't leave it, room for balance. Exactly. 
you you know that's the phrase of you living for her well i mean i've never looked at it i know where you're coming from but i've never thought of it like all i do is for you because obviously then you're then you're not a person you're somebody's minion Right. Mm-hmm. But that's happy life, happy wife, happy life. No, I think happy wife, happy life is more about like, like the small things. Like if she knows, if you know she likes you to cook this one meal, you ain't going to make it every day to make it happy. But you're going to at least make it here and there because, you know, it brings joy to her. Or like if she likes the cologne you wear, just mm-hmm. one cent. Mm hmm. You know, when when you're trying to, you know, get the best out of her, mm-hmm. you, you, you put on that little cologne, you know, to to jazz it up. Or, you know, that shirt she likes, you know, stuff like that. Like, I think those are, that's what I'm talking about with happy, happy wife. Happy See, wife. now what you just described is you doing stuff to get what you want. Well, yeah. That's not happy life, happy wife. That's not the mentality of happy life, happy life. Also, reverse but, psychology. But, but that's you know that's a <laughs> you know that's a conversation. That's a different conversation. But someone says happy wife, happy life, and I think that is the furthest thing from the truth because you can do all those things you said. She had a bad day and she's not happy. Mm-hmm. You can do that and it won't change a thing. Because she had a bad day. Okay, so that means now you're going to try to do something else to make her happy. No, she, but she had a bad day. She's still not happy. So now you're on the hamster wheel. Well, no, no. See, because you're taking it so literal. You're, you're taking it in the Webster sense. Take it to the biblical sense. <laughs> oh, we're not going to go there. Uh, okay. We're not, we're not going to go there. You can go Webster <laughs> sense or biblical sense. The true thing is... You yourself has to be happy in your situation before you can try to make someone else happy. I, I mean, I agree. You so, but whole. at the same time, it has to be a balance of both. Okay. Happy wife, happy life mentality is a is 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 a saying some single motherfucker made that was never in a true committed relationship. Or some or, herb, right? Or or in a a real relationship some because. Format. If you in a real relationship, <laughs> there is no one-sided thing as happy no. life, happy life. No, that doesn't that, make sense. It's right. like basically saying if 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 wife is happy, then everybody's happy. No. Well, I mean, look, I'm 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 being overpowered here. You know, I don't have the deacon to, to balance this. This <laughs> you don't need the deacon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this man press going on. No, because because <laughs> what, 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 when you're explaining your definition of that phrase mm-hmm. you're basically saying the same shit we're saying because mm-hmm. you're talking about well to a degree doing for your wife but then you also said there has to be a balance because she has to be happy too of course so so you're saying you prescribe to it but at the same time when you when you verbalize oh. your, your outlook on relationships well, you the, don't prescribe that's to the it. gimmick what do you mean the gimmick you say one thing but you mean another and that's happy that's, wife so happy now, life so now you're lying <laughs> No. Now we're going into lies. No. Now you, no. Sound, you sounded like a woman. Dang, there you go. No, what? that's not it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Look, <laughs> all right, let, 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 let me proceed. Okay. Brian, you brought up a, a, a point about. I did? Yeah, about, you know, being in relationships. And, you know, I did some research. And um, I just want to bring up the topic related to this is being in a relationship. 
marriage or a long-term committed relationship, are you just lucky? You know, cause I think the odds are not in favor in your favor to be in a happily committed marriage slash relationship. I don't think, I don't think the odds are in our favor. When you look at divorce rates, when you look at the fact that most relationships don't pan out, you got to date around. So you find somebody that gels well with you. So I, I think when you find somebody that's been in a long term and they're saying we've been happy, I think that's rare. Uh, but it's like saying, it's saying the people that do find each other. Mm-hmm. You think those people are lucky? I think there's, I think there's a lot of luck in that. Because I mean, adding on to what Bruce said, at the embryo stage of a, of a happy relationship or in the process of becoming, turning into a happy relationship, both people have to kind of be happy with themselves to begin with. Mm-hmm. If you're going to relationship with somebody that's just generally not happy. Like I said, like Bruce said, you're not going to be able to make that person happy because they weren't happy before they met you. So there's something with them or something going on in their life that they're not happy about and they haven't either resolved that or exercised that demon. Yep. Now, if you want to bring luck into the matter of saying that the people who find each other, they support each other, they like being around each other, um, they're kind of on the same page with a, with a lot of things. And then, you know, they're, they're, they're different about other things, too, because you got to have that gotta, contrast. Yes. You got to have the contrast. I don't think it works if, if they're exactly the same. That's just, to me, it's just as extreme as being complete opposites on, on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think either way it's going to work. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's the, that's the right word, but I, I guess it's, there's some luck to finding the one. Okay. Do you think you can find a significant other in the other side of the world and be as content as you are now? Uh, yes. And, and the reason why I say that is I don't I don't prescribe to soulmate. There's one for you out there. I I tend to believe that to be in a long-term relationship whether it's, you know, marriage or whatever, um, you got to be, I, you have to be lucky enough or fortunate enough to find someone that's mentally able to um, go down a journey with you. They mature enough to know that, okay, I have to balance myself as well as receive what this other person is is bringing to the table. You you have to be able to play mental gymnastics with yourself to categorize, put people in in categories, whether it's family, friends, coworkers, and and understand the only voice that really matters is your partner's spouse. You can listen to everyone else. You can take heed to what other person says. But what matters is what the two of you agree on. Hmm. <clears throat> so if you're able to find someone that was able to do that, 
share, not um, uh, uh, emotionally connect in the sense of you have they have the best interest for you as well as you have the best interest for them, and 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 ensure that the person you know is willing to grow with you, build with you. Doesn't have to be a, a empire. It's just it can just be Yacht Castle, whatever that is. Mm. Doesn't have to be materialistic. It just be just the two of y'all growing. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you you just put a lot of boxes right there. You weren't saying the same thing. You were saying a lot of little different things. So to get all those things checked, mm-hmm. the odds are not in favors. There's a lot of that's why it doesn't work a lot of times because a lot of people allow outside forces mm-hmm. to come into their homes. Once you allow outside forces be, to become more of a voice in your home that you built with your partner, it becomes now you are on shaky ground because now you're starting to have the other person may not feel valued. Now what I bring to the table is no longer value valuable enough because you value what people outside are saying instead of what we already agreed upon or what we worked on. Well, that's not balanced. That's not a balanced relationship where it's not. It's no longer the two of you. Correct. It's third-party inspired and involved. Correct. That's why a lot of times with marriages, it's not just finances that breaks marriages. It's family. Family destroys a lot of marriages because someone in in the family don't like who you chose or who they chose to go on mm-hmm. a journey with. They bring undue stress and they put a person, they put that, whatever it's you or them, you put them in a situation where you're almost forced to choose. Do I choose my family or do I choose the person that I'm with? And you have to be strong enough in your conviction to your family, like, hey, look, respect who I choose, respect my choice, respect yeah. my wishes. Some people are not strong enough to do that, and it causes, you know, problems. Right. Well, you know, I think that's also part of the rite of passage to find your one. You gotta, you gotta say no to what you work is something that's forcing you, that emotional. Um, attachment mm-hmm. it's like it's like you know when you hang out with your boys and then he starts seeing somebody next thing you know you're not seeing him no more he's gone and he realizing things ain't the same because he found somebody and all of a sudden things change and dynamics happen in families as well where you know all of a sudden you ain't around to help you know family members or whatever you're not as um, available as you were and then they're like, oh, that's when the resentment starts to creep in and whatnot. And next thing you know, you got to start saying, I'm with this person, which is why I'm not there. Because, you know, you can't spread yourself too thin because to be to be available means you got to be involved and you got to be present. And that takes a lot of energy and, and time, too. Um. I think that's where marriages start to crumble is because people don't 
react they don't realize how long why it takes so much work is because it's it's almost unnatural to stay locked in with somebody without it without running into hiccups and dealing with it so if you're not communicative communicative and emotionally responsible to deal with certain issues you're going to run into crumble because the the juicy phase the happy-go-lucky phase dies quick and i think that's in any relationship it doesn't have to be a marriage um so something needs to pass that stage you know that chemical stage of i love you because i you know love is love exists but i think love is really chemical it's meant to keep you attached to somebody even though this person pisses you off this person keeps on not washing dishes and that's 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 a peeve of yours but something about this other person that somebody that person still makes you want to stay around so something has to rewire your brain i think love rewires your brain well wires your brain but um you know bruce is saying you know when it comes to relationships whether you're dealing with partner in a relationship with or even the outside influences, friends, family, remember, like I said, you have to compartmentalize. And even when it comes to your partner, you have to, it can't always be the way you feel it should be. And like first, sometimes you have to accept, like, you know, that's not who they, who, who, who they are. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the person that, for example, washing the dishes. Mm-hmm. So you might have to accept that that person is never going to wash the goddamn dishes. But there are other things that they will do and, and, and do well. Mm-hmm. So you might have to you know, make the hard decision or to come to the hard reality that either I'm the one that got to be to wash the dishes or we got to go spend money and get a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. A good one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, a good one. You know what I mean? It's like uh, some man, whatever. With the lady and the lady doesn't cook. Now, it's one thing if she did cook and then decided for whatever reason to stop. But if she never really was a cooker mm-hmm. and you're used to your lady cooking food, mm-hmm. you're going to have to accept the harsh reality that you got involved <laughs> with a woman that doesn't oh. cook. And yeah. You, and, you, and, and, and you, and, and you want to be with that woman because of other aspects that are really good. You're going to have to accept the fact that either I'm going to start cooking more or we're going to be eating out a lot. And, you know, the buns, good buns will, will not last long over two decades of somebody not being able to, you know, boil water or whatnot. Like, well, the, like, like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It, 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 it's a give and a take. You have to, you know, that's why even for you know, people rush to marriage, you, you really need to take time and learn who this person is. <laughs> No, seriously, you know, learn who's person is. That, that's why, like, I'm one of the opponents where they say you go from marriage to to, to, to living together. No, that's that's it's absolutely ridiculous. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, because it's almost like, for lack of an expression, it's just an investigation. You're on a, you're on a fact finding, uh, you know, <laughs> voyage to learn who this person is. <laughs> so yeah. you got to go through it. You move with them. You. you live with them. You see. You know, really learn who this person is and then decide if this is the person I'm willing to spend the rest of my life with or not. Like, if you're somebody in the dating process that really prefers to have a woman that cooks and you find out the woman that you're with doesn't cook, 
you got to really consider. Is that a deal breaker? Yeah, is that a deal breaker? Are you willing to spend the rest of your life with somebody that doesn't cook? Well, that doesn't make her a bad person because she doesn't cook, but is that the person for you? You know, you got to know your deal breakers. You got to know yourself. Yeah. You got you to gotta come. You got to know yourself. You got to be complete when you come into the game like that. Believe me, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm not only a client, I'm the president kind of situation about taking your time. Believe me, my, my wife, she, she did a bid. <laughs> she did a bid before, you know, I asked. But now that's just water underneath a bridge, right? Now now we joke about it. But it was getting a little, little dicey, a little spicy, you know, 15 years in. <clears throat> now... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, being with somebody long term, you know, it's a lot of work. And I don't think people are ready for that. That work, which I think is that's why there's a high failure rate. Well, I'm not going to say I don't think people are ready for it. I don't think people fully consider what it takes for it to be successful. There are a lot of people who come in and they know one way. They want the other person to adjust to them. And that's and that's that. Yeah, that's not it's, balance. Right. But some people just believe, you know, like, hey, um I was watching this thing on 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 Facebook, TikTok. Um FaceTalk. You know, where where you have this this guy and this woman, married couple, and they go by the name of of Latruth, Mr. and Mrs. Latruth. And they've been basically you can say um having their marital issues play out on social media. And people are choosing sides and whatnot because he posts one thing, she posts something different. Before at the beginning it was team her for some people, <laughs> then she went and she posted one thing and then a lot of people start flipping and going, you know, team him and whatnot. And for a person like myself who just came in the middle of it, I thought it was just uh you can say a skit mm-hmm. of them playing out like issues that happened in in the marriage. And in one of the videos, I believe he said, at least I was told, that he brought up the whole submission part of it. Okay. Okay. We brought her back, Brian. We brought her back. No, no. This is the reason why I said people don't know what it takes or what it do. And from what I gather, I didn't see the whole thing. I'm just going to make this clear. I didn't see the whole thing, how it played out, what started it, how it's going, because I wasn't that invested. I just saw clips here, clips there, and have mm-hmm. a conversation. His meaning of the submit, of what he basically wanted, was him just control everything. She do as he say at his beckoning call, and that's just it. She was almost like the, you know, the artist shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's not going to work in a marriage. That's not going to work in the long term. That's why, you know, having marriage problems now. So that's what I mean when I say some people don't know what it takes to actually make a long term situation 
works because it does have to be a 50 50. You, you got to have to be able to give and take. Sometimes the best interest of y'all is you taking it out. Well, personally, that's, that's what I mean by happy wife, happy life. No, but hold on, but hold on. But that's also on her behalf. Mm -hmm. The best interest for the, for the marriages. She may have to sit up here Mm -hmm. and take this L. So no, it's not happy wife, happy life. It's happy for the situation that makes us go get to where we need to go. I believe in one team, one voice. So if it's happy wife, happy life, my voice no longer counts. You have to do what's best for the collective. Exactly. Not not the individual strives for success. Not saying that there can't be any, but the the, the main goal has to be what's best, best for us. For, for us. Right. So another situation, if you with someone who um make sure I, I say this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you with someone who would just go along because of the sense of they're just happy to be here can be a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Because later on, you're going to have someone who going who may come and go, hey, look, um, I sacrificed, I gave up this. You didn't, and another person go, what are you talking about? I thought you was cool with this. So someone is not being honest at the moment can also play a huge part of it. You think you're doing something to make the other person happy, happy wife, happy life. To where you turn around later on and go, well, I've been going without, or my voice is not heard, or there's things I wanted to achieve mm-hmm. that I sacrificed. Now I want to do it, or in the words, a lot of guys here, how how you changing the game now? <laughs> yeah, what part you, of the game is this? Exactly. Where, where where's this coming from? Or people feel like somebody's switching up. Mm-hmm. They're not switching up. It's, this is who they've always been. But they was hiding this in the, with the insecurity of they may lose the other person. Mm-hmm. So that's another part of it that may, you know, cause a problem. So there are different things that happens in a, in a, in a relationship, marriage, um, you know, ongoing that, it ain't just one or two things with just emotions and, you know, just this and that. So I would say you lucky to find someone who's able to be secure within themselves and you, you make them secure and they make you secure to where you able to put your guard down to share any and everything for the sake of a better team. It sounds, it sounds great. That's you. You lucky. Well, okay. Well, I, I, I think you summed it up very well. You're lucky if you got that equation filled, where you can be your true self, and the person is still enamored. I'm sorry, the person is still enamored with you. You know, because a lot of us are not displaying who we really are in a relationship for fear of that person not liking what they truly, what they will see. So that's where time comes into play because you can only hide for so long. You know, if you've been picking boogers all your life and you don't do it, 
she's going to catch you picking your booger. Right. And if that was a deal breaker for her and she never told you, nah, y'all never going to, it's never going to work out. Right. I don't know. Well, gents, I, you know, I, unless there's something else you guys want to add in, I, I think we, we beat this enough, you know, for now. I'm, I'm very curious as to what the listeners feel about the subject. Um, because I, I think I think there's a lot of fake relationships out there, and they're not true. And people that ultimately do make it is a rarity. Um. So, on that note, I'm G Man, Brian, Bruce. All right, folks, hit us back at Gmail, BNB Podcast Twenty One at Gmail. Let us know what you think. We're open for all advice and all questions. Peace.